Welcome to the Mind Body Energy Imbalance Podcast. All right. Peace and love, everybody. And uh, we're happy to see you here. Welcome to another episode of the Mind Body Energy Imbalance Experience. Um, and I am your host, Samut, also known as Mama Yoga. Uh, and I'm um, here with uh, my dear, dear nephew and co-host, Flaw. What's up, Flaw? What's going on, everybody? How's everything? Trusting everything is good. Trusting everything is good. So how was your week so far? My week has been fantastic, actually. Um, I believe I was on the pod last week talking about how I was in New York, New Jersey, the little cruise. Yeah. Yeah. So then I had got another notification saying, hey, don't forget dinner in New York on Tuesday. It's like, huh? Man, who does? I don't I don't do New York on Tuesday if I do New York at all. Mm-hmm. I, I made it happen and oh, I, actually, you went. I actually went. I actually enjoyed myself. I actually drove um to another part of New Jersey and met with teammates that drove me into New York, right? I just got I'm not I'm not built to drive in New York. Oh, um, you oh you you created a a, a, a hack. Yeah, right. <laughs> like I'm used to driving now up north to mm-hmm. meetings. I, I get that, right? I usually stay in my own little bubble, but when you go up north to, to traffic, right? You ever been in traffic and it says yeah. uh, two miles, 30 minutes? You're like, mm-hmm. how is this possible? <laughs> and right. call traffic. And like nobody's, no accident has happened. It's just congested when it comes to like that New York, New Jersey, up north traffic. It's not. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So I wound up meeting friends, associates, partners, and we drove into New York and it was amazing. It was my mm-hmm. first time. Standing on the same street where they have the Macy parades at, mm-hmm. and you, see, you see the big Mickey Mouse's or the big, you know, what you call it, right? I was standing right there. You was I, at the parade, the street where the parade usually happens. There was no parade at the time. I see, but I was there to where, hey, if this was a parade, it'll be right here, right? Mm-hmm. The big Christmas tree that everybody takes a picture next to. I was able to do that. Uh huh. Um, and is that Times Square? Yeah, that's what I'm about to get into, right? I was where the ball dropped. If the if it was if it was uh, New Year's Eve, I would have been right there to see the ball drop. Um, and I actually enjoyed some good Italian food. I'm not an I don't do Italian food, and it wasn't my treat. Uh, it was it was on uh, you know somebody else, and I was eating the food like I can't believe it. I didn't think that <laughs> this food was pretty good, and it was. Um, I'm very I'm very picky with what I eat. Right. Obviously, um, if you don't eat Italian food, who don't, don't eat Italian food? Me up until Tuesday. Oh my goodness. I had some delicious Italian food and I was like, man, this is delicious. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. just just doing that on like a Tuesday, just a lot of what I'm into is uh-huh. you know, not only just getting you away from certain, you know, financial situations, but it's also getting you just mentally to think different, right? Yep. Yeah. Like I said, me personally, New York on a Tuesday, typically like some days out of the week is meant for just staying in your four, not four walls, but just still in your radius. Right. Yeah. We'll pass a certain mi- mileage on a weekday. That's just me. And I know that I'm speaking crazy. Right. Because I know people like you, Mama Yoga and hey, you guys are in Philly, like Philly. Like, hey, let's go to some people just say, hey, let's just get up and go to Philly because it's Wednesday, six o'clock. That's mm-hmm. not. Mm-hmm. That's not. I'm a. Ah. Uh, Let's see what we can do on the weekend. You, if you, that. You're, you're a comfort zone dude, right? Yeah, but that's all right though. I I uh I'm appreciating what you're sharing because so many people can relate to 
what you're sharing. So go ahead. I ain't mean to cut your flow. You done. I could have swore I seen you with a plate of spaghetti at some family event. <laughs> spaghetti, yeah. Spaghetti is one thing. Right. You actually are eating stuff that you never even heard of, and you mm-hmm. go, you. I'm the type to if I'm spending my own money, mm-hmm. I don't want to, you know, spend money on food I don't, um, I'm not too sure of. Right. Now, I don't know if you ever heard of this, which I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure you have, but they say when people um, dress in solid colors, yep. they they know what they want to wear, they know what they want to eat. Um, mm-hmm. It's more like a masculine type of energy. Mm. And for those that are always, you know, debating what they want to eat, debating what they want to wear, mm-hmm. it's more of feminine energy. So when it comes to my restaurant and when it comes to me eating and getting dressed, right, you, you might see me in a lot of solid colors, right? Black or some gray, right? If I go to a restaurant, I already know what I want. I'm not trying nothing new. Mm-hmm. You know, I was just, I was reading up on, it's like a masculine type energy, right? Where a man has, fixed. yeah, a man mm-hmm. has feminine and masculine energy. Women have feminine, masculine energy, mm-hmm. right? A lot of times when you see women, they go, oh, my hair, oh, my dress, mm-hmm. oh, my shoes, oh, my food. It's they're up in the air about what always they want to eat, even if they've been to the restaurant five times. <laughs> right, right, right. I can go to the same restaurant and the waiter knows what to bring me. <laughs> right. So. Right. It's fixed. Yeah. You no, know, I'm a, I, I'm I guess I'm flowing in the masculine space in that regard uh, myself, because um there's certain places that I go, certain restaurants that I eat at, and I get the same thing all the time. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not for, up for no adventure yep. in terms of, you know, the, uh, the food choices, because I don't want to spend my money on something and not be satisfied with it or whatever. And then there's days how I find different things that I like, you know, that I will try. Like when I was a younger woman and I was modeling in New York, you know, I would be at all these parties and fancy dinners and all this stuff. You know, I tried different things. You know, I've eaten escargot, you know, I've eaten, um, you know, very, very tender veal all the days when I was, you know, eating that way. So I, I would try things, but I'm pretty fixed about certain things too, you know, and there's nothing wrong with that. You should have, um, you know, your, your, your staples, your go-tos, right? I don't really, okay. This is what we got to talk about the technology. I don't know what's happening with my picture. It's fuzzy, huh? Yeah. Look fuzzy. It's so weird. What is going on? You still see you though. Yeah. But I don't want to be seen fuzzy, you know, but anyway, it is what it is. I don't know what's happening with the camera, but, um, here we are. So, yeah. So, you know, you have your fixed staples or whatever. Um, and I go to certain places and I get the same thing off of that menu um, each time I go. So I do get that. I really, really do get that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this was the week my mom transitioned. Um, mm-hmm. This is my mom's. Our, all of the siblings have this um, necklace given to us by my daughter uh, in honor of my mom. My mom's favorite color was purple. Um, Mama Jean, long live Mama Jean. We come, we hail from the Womack lineage of South Boston, Virginia, Halifax County, Virginia, uh, as well as um, the um, native tradition ancestry there. Um, So um, we say rest in peace to Mama Jean and we're so thankful for all the beautiful memories, the strength she instilled in us, uh, the unity and love she instilled in us, and, you know, the capacity to 
the capacity to be up for the fight when it's time for the fight. You know, my mom was a Scorpio woman and, um, you know, her spirit was every bit of fire and passion and care and ride strong with the people who are in her circle of love and her friend circle. So um, rest in peace, Mama Jean. Rest in peace, Mama Jean. For sure. So, um, you know, it's a couple of things I want to talk about this week. One, we come into the winter solstice, which is the the uh, the twentieth to the twenty fourth, and in spiritual culture, metaphysical science, um, the spiritual science of living, as um, some have called it, um, is this is that's the time of the year that you do like a hard reset. You know, you do a hard reset for your goals, for your direction, and you try different things. You try something. If what you've been doing over the past 11 months has been working for you, you might want to keep doing more of that. If a course correction and a pivot is necessary, this is the time to seed the spirit to make the pivot you know, this time. So generally what happens is some traditions say you begin fasting, actually cleaning up your lifestyle. If it needs um, more tweaking, you begin that um, November the 11th, which would give you a whole 56 days of fasting and meditating and all of that. And others say begin December 1st and still others say the 17th of December is at the latest. So the 17th of December, which is next Sunday, um, you would then begin, you know, make sure all up until next Sunday, you are having a more vegetarian diet, a more um, stew and broth based type of diet. You're taking whatever herbs and supplements you need for the reset and reboot nourishment of your system. I even like to go and get different self-care treatments like I'm going to try. Um, I found a local spa that does mud baths. So I'm going to go try um, a mud bath and see how um, that helps my energy, helps my uh, body with toxins and the rest of it. So I'll be trying that uh, this week coming. I'll let you know how that works out. That's probably going to be different than the cryo machine or the ice baths, but we'll see. Um, and so this week you begin to put your body, your mind, your energy in a space Um to prepare to take as much advantage as possible of the 20th and the 24th, right? So um, to that end, um, we will be letting you know how the journey goes. Uh, If anybody wants to join me in a journey, you certainly can. You can text me, DM me, um, and let me know, Mommy Yoga, what you doing? Let's do it together or whatever. I want to get on, you know, I want to be in the fast Fast and flow with you. I would love the company. It's wonderful. Um, if you want to be, you know, really pull back, uh, then of course, and if there's anything I can do to be of assistance with giving you direction um, in that regard, I'm certainly happy to assist. Do you? Uh, did you ever do like a long, long day, long fast, like four or five days in a row, Flaw? No, no man. Uh, 24 hours has been, you know, my new high, but I just, it's something I just started, right? That's something yeah. I mentioned to you about like a month or two ago. Mm-hmm. Um, we, I can do that on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Just today I planned. So last night I started my fast at 6 PM, but I've already mm-hmm. broken it. Right. So today would have been my 24 hour fast. Mm-hmm. But um, because I was just right there at the gym. I mean, I worked out for about like 90 minutes. Mm-hmm. So around like two 30, mm-hmm. I broke the fast. So it wasn't officially 24 hours, 
But my thinking was, I'm a surrounding. I'm I'm surrounded by good food, meaning right. I just worked out, protein, carbs. You know, just you know, let me get some food in my system. Mm-hmm. That was the thinking, right? It was just like, okay, mm-hmm. I'm going to do this 24 hour fast, which I believe I still could have done, right? Because uh, believe it or not, no hunger pains, no frustration. I think that happened to me one time. I was just I was hangry. Mm-hmm. Um, so one of the things you have to worry about is just this frustration. Um, because you're hungry. Mm-hmm. Um, today I was just feeling good, but I just decided to feed my body at the a grueling workout. But Sunday yeah. I'll do my 24 hours. Well, that's probably smart that you fed your body after such a hard workout. I mean, that's what I was thinking. You know, yeah, that that makes perfect sense to me, and that seems to be the smart thing to do. You know, but this type of fast that I'm talking about is not just water. You know, it's um, more of a um. You know, it's more of a um, healing and repair fast. And people don't realize it, that in order for your body to actually heal and repair, you have to give it some materials. You have to do it, give it some raw materials like raw juices. And I'm not talking about um, pineapples and oranges and beets in a blender. That's not what I'm talking about. It's way too much sugar. Um, Healing, um, repairing the body is... um, Green foods repair the body. Fruits flush the body, right? So you want to take on the micronutrients that are in a green drink or green smoothie, you know, um, such as your kale, cucumber, um, celery, um, and ginger. Blend that up or juice that and drink that with a red apple or a green apple. And the body then absorbs those micronutrients. And that is your, um, that's your, that's your sustenance. You can also do like broths. You know, you can put some, um, carrots. Uh, and I know there's a, the whole Dr. Sabi tribe, they don't, they don't go in for carrots and a lot of other, um, fruits and vegetables that are, um, out here that we consume, but carrots um, have shown to be quite healthy. So you could take carrots, you could take turnips, uh, garlic and onions. You could take parsley or some other type of green or cabbage, boil it down and drink the broth off of that, you know, while you are fasting. That's the type of fast that I'm I'm talking about, a rejuvenative healing fast. Water fasts are good to clean out the body, but to get the most benefit out of a water fast, you need at least 36 hours of, of just water, you know? And then as soon as you begin to consume, the body will replenish the glycogen in the muscle and the rest of it. Right. But the fast that I'm talking about is um, you need to give the body some materials to do the repair. Because that's what we're talking about doing. We're trying to repair the brain. We're trying to repair the cells. And then, you know, towards the end of the fast, we can do just water to help the body um, get rid of and go into autophagy or autophagy to help um, cleanse out, eat up, if you will, um, the the rogue cells, the uh, nascent cells, um, the zombie cells, as they call them. That is dead cells that's in your body waiting to wreak havoc to cause disease, cancers, and the rest of it, you know. But it's a good it's a good discipline to do water 24 hours once a week or something like that, you know, because the less the more you rest your digestion, the longer you give your heart, your liver, your lungs, your brain, 
you know, the more nutrients get to those vital organs. When you rest your digestion, um, all of the energy that will be going to help you digest food, which is what takes up most of our day's energy, then goes to the heart, the brain, the energy, the liver, the spleen, you know, it goes to repair those organs. So it's an exciting time. I'm really looking forward to it. This is prep week, you know, to begin to cut back. And it's not just food. Um, it's all consumerisms, you know, like if you was on World Star. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no disrespect to World Star. I'm just saying, if you like consuming a lot of foolishness, you know, you want to begin to cut that back and prep for um, preparation for the up and coming solstice. So I'm looking forward to it. It should be a great time and a hard reset, a hard reboot of your goals, your direction, your mission coming for the new year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When I do my fast and I always have electrolytes mm-hmm. uh, on top of the water, just uh, and it's a special type of electrolytes yeah. uh, where it has another, like it has other ingredients in it that keeps your body fed mm-hmm. during the workout, right? My body, it, it, it triggers my brain, sends a signal to my brain, at least is what it says it does, sends, yeah. sends a signal to the brain saying that I am full. Therefore, mm-hmm. do not pull from the muscles um, when you're working out fasted. That's what it says it does. In a powder. In a powder? Yeah, is that what the electrolyte is? It's a powder or it's a liquid already you just pour out? It's a powder. Add water. You're supposed to show me that powder or share it with me. Okay, yeah. I, I, I was keep it in the car. I was keep it in the car. Well, look here. I'm coming over there because I got something for your mama. Okay. Right? The Eagles are playing the Cowboys today, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. All right, y'all. Y'all are in. Y'all is like a fly on the wall at the Womack, you know, minor family uh, chat up here. I'm yep. going to stop over. Show me that um, electrolyte powder. I'd be interested to see what that is. It's probably very helpful. It sounds great. Yep. It's it's, it's basically hydration and fasting. So you, mm-hmm. you sip it during your workouts or you sip it during the fast. Okay. It keeps you hydrated. Okay. That sounds amazing and fabulous. Mm-hmm. All right. So that's good. Here's the thing I want to ask everybody, though. How much are your friends supposed to support your business? Like how much of the people that's in your friend circle, your girlfriends that you see all the time, your male friends, your dudes, your guys, you know, the people that's in your circle, how much are they? What's your expectation of how they support supposed to support your business? Can I answer that? You yeah, we can we can talk about it, sure. None of your friends are obligated to buy anything from you, mm-hmm. but I feel like they are obligated to share on social media your post, share your product, especially they you know have interest in it or they understand that it's not something offensive. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you got something going on, the share button is is nothing. Mm-hmm. That's it. As far as them buying your product, they don't have to. Right. I believe that. Okay, so you believe your friends are obligated to share your information out? Yes. If somebody says, if I know a photographer and they go, hey, I'm looking for a photographer, anybody in the area, Mm -hmm. tag my friend, right? If I, like, don't say no, right? Even though I've never done, you know, a photo session with you, but if I know somebody's looking for it, hey, here goes a friend or associate of mine. I know he does this. He does very good. Just things like that. If you're in the area and you or coming across, like for something I do, right? If you're my friend, then, hey, talk to me, right? Mm-hmm. That's 
obligated to do, but you are not obligated to buy anything that I'm selling, right? It doesn't matter, right? Mm-hmm. If you have friends and they got a restaurant and I've never stepped foot in it, but I've shared your post to mm-hmm. support it, hey, you know, or I think I think that's enough. Mm-hmm. Personally, it's, it's interesting because that's a topic that is um, you know. That's being had like a lot of people are discussing or people are discussing, you know, they feel frustrated because their friends are not really sharing their posts. Right. And it's almost to me, sometimes it could be in a space where the expectation is that your friend group, you know, have gone on this business journey with you in a way. And I don't know, like I've been an entrepreneur, serial entrepreneur since the 90s. You know, that's a long time. I don't know how I feel about that. Like I have, I I shouldn't say I don't know how I feel about that. I have mixed perceptions about that. On the one hand, you really need to create a business opportunity that is thriving beyond your friend group. Mm -hmm. Like it needs, it can't really depend on your friends. Like your friends could be the test market. Like the first time you do something and all your friends come and buy and share with you and all of that. And you get feedback and stuff like that. But to depend on your friend group to propel your business and to grow your business, I think is a little bit of a flawed perspective in a business plan and a business model. Well, I think. Mm-hmm. It's just a natural reaction that whenever you start out, mm-hmm. you always look to your friends. Yeah, that's what I mean. Your friends are your test group. If your yeah. business starts mm-hmm. booming, uh huh. If your business starts booming, you won't even know your friends aren't there. Right. So in a sense, they go hand in hand because you're assuming, hey, you have to help me and share my stuff. But if I was doing so much, uh, if I was doing so good, I wouldn't even notice you guys weren't around because business is good. Right. A lot of times when you first start out, you look for that extra push. Mm-hmm. Whether that's a flaw or not, right? You look mm-hmm. for that extra push from your friends. And I tell mm-hmm. people, right? And this is something that I'm learning, right? Your friends are here because of a previous celebration, a previous situation, right? High school friends, college mm-hmm. friends, mm-hmm. from work. You guys are already friends based on something you already did. Mm-hmm. Now, if if Flaw wanted to start a business, technically they aren't obligated to follow me in that business because it has nothing to do with them. Right. Right. It has nothing to do, but we do get caught on making a post about our business and it gets two likes. And we go, where's my friends? Right. And that we could be wrong in that. I'm not saying right. that we're not wrong, but right. you know, that's just actually how it goes. Yeah. I, I think, I think, I think the intention again, what my years of being um, in a, uh, a business person, an entrepreneur, right. Have, have taught me is that you have to create a business entity that is well beyond your friend group. Yeah. It just can't, you can't just be getting two likes and be like, where's my friends? Why are my friends not liking? Why are my friends not sharing? How come my friends aren't buying my book? How come my friends aren't buying my merchandise? It's gotta, it's gotta go way beyond them. Mm-hmm. And then they can, they can per like you say, if you're doing what you're supposed to do, you won't even notice whether they purchased or not, you know, because we get into this thing. We want the security of our group to support us and your friend group should support you to a degree, but your success should not be dependent on whether or not they share your post. 
or whether or not they like your business idea or whether or not even they buy your product. You know, now we differ uh, uh, foundational black Americans. That is those of us that have been here probably since the beginning of time, you know, and uh, or, you know, been here uh, for uh, several hundred years throughout the transatlantic Atlantic slave trade. Those of us, you know, we're in a different kind of flow than the immigrant communities that come in. You know, they will so and so got a, a business. They will be in there on mass supporting that business. But even them at a certain point, their business goes beyond the friend group because now they are selling to X, Y, Z, Z over here, these people over here, that person over there. This over. But the foundation was the groundswell of how they see supporting one another's business and success of one another's business. But my point is, they're still not solely dependent upon the friend group to grow the business, you know? And so, you know, we have to look at that because people are getting all, you know, getting their thongs and, and boxers all in a bunch about why my friends are not. Sometimes your friends is Tupperware out, <laughs> especially if you're a serial entrepreneur. And you've been in this business and that business and you sold this and you selling that and you moving this. And you, your warm group, as they say, and other types of business structure, your warm circle is like they see you coming and they go the other way. And that's why your business needs to go beyond. That got to be your whole focus. I got to go beyond. Y'all can come and support. That's wonderful. But I'm not doing this on y'all's backs. I'm doing it with your love and your blessing. But my audience, my customer base is way beyond my friend group. You know, and you got to buy ads. You got to tell other people to cast the net wider. Tell other people what it is you have, you know, but we get so comfortable. Like we don't really want to get off the porch. You know, we don't really want to get off the porch. Yeah, that's that's. Kind of funny how you know sometimes how does the, the universe aligns, but this was yeah. part of our training um yeah. earlier in the week, right? How do you explode, how do you explode your business, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to go into detail, but it's about hey, connecting yeah. with people, connecting yep. with new people, yeah, younger people, mm-hmm. older people, right? You and I can say, hey, we're not we're not young enough or we're not in tune enough or whatever you want to call it to understand the ins and out of social media. Well, how about you get around those people? Maybe they can yep. show you a thing or two. And they can explode your business, right? And you, we talk about it all the time. You don't know your business partners. You don't know your next best friend. You don't know your next customer, right? It's right. about finding your tribe. Mm-hmm. So like I said, your friends are your friends because of what you guys are have experienced. Now, that's not a crime, right? right. But if you decide to be an entrepreneur or you want to go into a different direction, mm-hmm. they... A lot of times we might end a friendship. And I think we touched on this about two weeks ago, maybe three. You might end a friendship because they're not going where you go. We're not saying end the friendship. You guys ever want to meet me somewhere or we want to hang out. But I'm so busy, not me personally, but you can be so busy trying to get to that next level. You might not speak to an old friend um, for months at a time. And it's no malice. If I see you, I see you. But because I'm trying to go somewhere, Mm -hmm. that disconnect can happen because you understand that wherever you're trying to go, you might be dealing with a fresh 
batch of human beings, and that's, that's okay. Right. That's right. Yep. That's right. As long that's as you business, take, mm -hmm, go ahead. No, you go. As long as, and a lot of times we think if our business isn't doing what we think it should, we automatically mm -hmm. blame the friends. And, yep. You know, so no. I agree what you're saying, but I just think that it's awesome how we had this social media like training for your for your brand on mm -hmm. how to just expand. Okay. Mm -hmm. And think about it, right? When you have a brand, and this is for people that have a brand, and a lot of times you might even be afraid to talk to relatives or friends, right? Because mm -hmm. you don't want to hear their rejection. In a sense, you might feel comfortable talking to strangers, right? Because like right. who cares, right? Whether they like my product or not, right? Hey, do you think get out of here? I don't like it. Okay, cool. That's less mm -hmm. of a shot in the heart than you go on to your friends and you're nervous to talk to your friends, right? It's kind of crazy. We need to talk about that too sometime, how you can have friendships, but, you know, just trying to expand that friendship can cause fear. I don't want to talk to my dad. I don't want to talk to my mom. I don't want to talk to my uncle. I'm afraid to talk to my friends. But we feel more comfortable around strangers because it's okay to succeed and fail in their presence because, hey, why do we care? So right. that's kind of, I think it's awesome that we that training. And you're talking about that as well. Yeah. I mean, that's on the universal life force energy. You yeah. know, it really is. It's just, you know, um, what's on spirit. And, you know, we have to find ways to uh, be successful. And then our friend group, we can meet for mimosas and tea and, you know, down at the, you know, the country club in at the lounge somewhere. And we can all share in being successful. Because they're successful mm -hmm. at what they're doing. We're, I'm successful at what I'm doing. And it has no dependency on them. And I'm not like, well, why you ain't share my posts? Like, really? No. If you see it and you want to share it, share it. But I don't think we should be like holding, you know, especially if our friends are not entrepreneurial. If they are nine to five or they got husbands or wives that take care of them, nowadays it can go either way. You know what I'm saying? If they're not entrepreneurial and they don't understand the entrepreneurial flow, them, you know, their mindset is, well, let me do you a favor as opposed to we getting this. I see what you're doing. Let's get you. And the favor thing is a, a bit, a bit tricky, you know, especially in entrepreneurial space. Of course, we all want people to have our back and do favors for us, but that's different than somebody seeing your vision. And really adding their life force, their energy, their, um, you know, their, their energy to your vision. That's different, you see? So, you know, I don't really think we should be beholding our quote unquote friend group to our success. Our success is our success. Mm -hmm. And then as you become more successful, like you said earlier, you turn around and you might be around a whole different friend group. How about that? You know, so, mm -hmm. you know, y'all take it easy on your friends, love on them and make sure that, you know, you are at peace with the space and categories that they hold in your life because our friends are very precious, especially if they are true, you know, true blue, true to the heart, uh, people who love us and care for us and are supporting us. They just may not have the same um, and they don't have to have the same gusto and flair about what it is that you're doing from a business standpoint as you, right? Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. So yeah, that, that, go ahead. No, that's that's going to help. 
that's going to help people tremendously, man. Because uh, the stress or the depression that it puts on people when they go, man, why my friends? It's not really up to them. And I think that if you mm-hmm. figure out a different way to get mm-hmm. your point across. And also, I just want to tell people, man, social media is changing. It is mm-hmm. it is entertainment, right? Yes. When Facebook mm-hmm. first started, when Instagram first started, it was about family and friends sharing moments together. It is not that no more. Right. It has turned into an entertainment. So. You have people who have, it's kind of like sugar. It's kind of like food. It's kind of like, you know, you need something real quick. What's that? Dopium or something like that? You know, people are scrolling it. Yeah, they're scrolling it, scrolling it, scrolling for something that's going to entertain them, right? Somebody will look. I do it all the time. I'll look at something go, that's pretty cool. And I just keep going. I keep going and I keep going until I find something that's going to, you know, arouse me. And unfortunately, it might be like a dog video, right? I like watching dog videos. Like, I think dogs are hilarious, but... It's just, just something that's going to take something. I remember, right? I remember, and I'm not going to go too long on this, but I remember on Facebook when you would make a post and people would actually have dialogue on that post. And the post mm-hmm. would have hundreds of comments of people having conversations. Mm-hmm. It's not like that. right? If you make you a, a, a post about something that's on your mind, you better be lucky to get two likes on it mm-hmm. because that's just not the era that we're in anymore. So that's just my opinion. I don't, I don't, I don't think we're in that era. No, you're right. You're definitely, definitely right. You know, we are definitely um, in an era where people are looking for more stimulation. Uh, people are looking for more, um, you know, it's it's that dopamine rush. It's hit it and quit it. Hit it and quit it. Keep it moving. Keep it moving. Keep it moving. Keep it moving. You know, I don't know what is happening with my video situation, but it's annoying as, as AF. Anyway, that's the camera thing. What in the hell? Oh, look at that. <laughs> like we is we is just about to wrap the dang on show and ta-da. <laughs> anyway, whatever. So okay, so um, you know, another thing to that point, like you say, people are um, you know, looking for that dopamine. Another thing that I find too is um sometimes folks are stuck. You know, they feel stuck in their life. And you can tell somebody's stuck because they keep telling the same story of sadness, of hurt, of pain, of trauma. You know, if they're not telling that story, they are acting it out, you know, and you're only going to attract more of what it is you really are vibrating. You're not attracting what you're talking about. You're not attracting what you are, you know, professing. You are attracting the vibrational energy that you really are sitting in. So if you are like, okay, I'm a millionaire, I'm a millionaire, I'm a millionaire. And then the phone bill come and you'd be like, damn, how am I going to pay the phone bill? Your real frequency is not that of a millionaire. The universal life force works in that you have to be that which you want to manifest before it manifests. It's not the other way around. You don't get what you want and then become that. You become what it is, what vibrationally you are aligned with comes to you. So in a male-female relationship, 
you want everybody talking about love languages. Now, I ain't never heard so many people talking about love languages in my whole life of looking at folks, you know, in relationship. So everybody on a love language tip. Right. And I know what my love language is. My love language is acts of service. You know, I my love language is help me do what I'm trying to do. Just help me do what I'm trying to do because a woman like me often feels that I'm just doing everything by myself, you know, and it's not, um, it doesn't have anything to do with submitting because that's a whole nother discussion we can have next week about submitting. Like what are we submitting to, you know, submission, I might as well just get to it. Submission is about trust and about leadership, good leadership. So nobody is going to submit to a fool. Nobody's going to submit to somebody just because they have a particular type of genitalia. Submission is about trust, right? So it's not about that. My love language is, I know I have a mission on my heart. I feel cared for if you are helping me do what I'm trying to do, right? That's my love language. So, um, you know, but people feel stuck. And in terms of male-female relationship, as a woman, if you want a man who is loving, caring, and kind, then you have to be loving, caring, and kind. And then your energy attracts that. If you are attracting someone who is deceitful, dastardly, you know, con artist, you know, you know, a narcissist smoothing you over or whatever, you're on that vibration. You just are. I'm not blaming people. I'm just saying this is how universal energy works. And it is indiscriminate. It doesn't mean it's not out to get you or me. That just is what it is. If you're attracting people with qualities that you are not um, resonant with or qualities that you don't like, the person is mirroring triggers that you need to heal. And when you heal those triggers, when you heal those vibrations within you, then you go to another level of vibration and then you attract that dynamic into your life. The thing is to be in love with you. Be in love with you first. Not in a narcissistic, oh, the whole world is about me, but your world is about you. Be in love with you and who you are. Talk sweetly and nicely to yourself. Dress up for no reason. Pull out your fanciness just for you to enjoy. Treat yourself with glee and gusto and visceral happiness. Be in love with you. And that is, that's, that's more attractive than anything. You know, that is so intoxicating that you are in love with yourself. You're sweet to yourself. You're caring about the little girl, the little boy within you. And then you vibrate. You freak, your frequency changes. 
And then that energy finds its way to you. You find somebody who is in love with themselves and want to pair up. Right? So if you're stuck, stop telling the story of who hurt you and who sabotaged you and you got beat up and somebody stole your man and somebody, you know, broke in your house and whatever. Stop telling that story because you're feeding that frequency. Change the narrative. You done been through a lot. All of us have. But guess what? You survived every dramatic piece of shit you done been through. I don't care if the algorithm don't like my sugar honey iced tea. (laughs) You done survived every hardship you've been through. So you're still here. You're still viable to the universal flow of things. You know, stop telling the story. Start telling the story of how you're resilient, how you're magnetic, how you're dynamic, how you're sensual and attractive and beautiful and vibrating, how you are a resilient magician. Start telling the story of your triumphs as opposed to the stories of your betrayal and hurt and pain and sin because you feeding that monster and that's why betrayal and hurt and pain and and you know fears keep showing up at your door you're like here you go lost little puppy here you go hurt let's give you some more child guess what they did to me guess what happened no baby you might as well watch the news Learn to love you and be in love with you. Take you out on date night. Enjoy the your own presence and nurture up the vibration of happiness, joy, and peace, and love within your own spirit, within your own consciousness, within your own state of being. And watch how the universe turn that around and watch the magnet that you pull to yourself. Right? Get unstuck, baby. And you can do it uh, beginning with the solstice energy. Um, And um, I'm going to be watching. I see you getting unstuck. I see you doing the darn thing. I see you bringing forth all of the magnificence that you have to offer. I see you standing strong and bright and brilliant with God on both shoulders. We ain't got no dark angel and a white angel. What? Get out of here. We got God on both shoulders. Come on here now. I see you in love with you. How sexy is that? That's right, y'all. Peace and love. Mm-hmm. So uh we coming into the year end. Mm-hmm. Little by little. I think we got two shows left for the year. And um, you know, we're doing some some different things, some bigger things, hopefully, better things, more structured things in the coming year. Uh I'm working on um some uh compliments to the chakra healing. Uh, my chakra healing and balance book. Uh, also want to introduce chakralini yoga again 
uh, since I'm working through the meniscus tear in my knee. I'm able to exercise a lot more, and I find that I have to do a lot more strength training, boring-ass strength training, as opposed to cardio. I love cardio. I like strength training, too, but as we talked about previously, like, I like hit. You know, I like to be on the elliptical because I can't run now. Boo hiss. So I'm on the elliptical for five minutes and get off. Then I'll do five minutes of strength training. And then I'll do five minutes of hit. I mean, five minutes of elliptical and then five minutes of some other strength training thing. Like, I just like, (laughs) I don't want to be like 10 sets of pull downs or what do you call these bicep curls? And then you got to wait. Oh my God. Maybe I don't do it right that I'm so bored about that. You know, because yeah, you can always you can always superset your workout. Um that's how you yeah, superset. So mm-hmm. my superset might consist of like chest bench press with pull-ups. So you go right to the pull-up bar. Yeah. Um and after that you're gonna you know, break. So yeah, supersets <laughs> will always you say after that you're yeah. gonna break. <laughs> after that you're gonna break. Whether it be two to three workouts back to back, but you can do that. You can go bench press, pull ups, and arm curls. Yeah. And you're going to need about a 30, 60 second break after that. You're just going to need it. So it's not about this is boring. No, you're going to need to catch your breath and then go at it again. This is how, you know, keeps the, uh, the heart rate up. You build yeah. muscle and you can get, you got it there quicker, right? Some people split it up. Well, I'll do chest for 20 minutes and then back for another 20. You can mm-hmm. actually do pull ups, bench press, and pull ups, right? Right then and there. No break. Well, you know, that's like um, one of the things I loved about CrossFit is that, you know, is they they superset like a mug and it ain't no way you getting bored. You ever do the attack bike? I did CrossFit before. I don't remember what I did. Uh Uh-huh. Am I doing it? Not doing that again. You you would remember the assault bike. The assault bike. We did so much. I really don't remember. It was, this was years ago. I remember- a few things, but not everything. I just remember a lot of running. I just, I just remember it was, it was a lot. I can see you being like enough freak. of this shit. Yes. <laughs> right. And I'm right. 40 now, so I was like early, early 30s when I did it. It's just a long time ago. Yeah. So that's so, like now well that's one of the things that i love about crossfit even though i don't officially do crossfit anymore but i love the 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 um the workout structures and formats they are all um supersets you know mm-hmm. so you would do the assault bike which is just evil and then you would do um you know like a squat press you know, yeah. and then you would do some other thing and you, you could do uh, what's called the AMRAP, as many reps as possible. So they set a six, t- a six minute timer and you'd have four exercises to do. Uh, one round would be those four exercises. Right. So you do those four exercises and you try to do them as many reps as possible. And usually they'll have a PB up there or, you know, a benchmark. You know, that how many is like like 10 sets or 10 rounds in six minutes is like the pinnacle for this particular set of exercises. And that's the way I like to work out. And my body responds to that very, very well. Um, so, um, you know, I will, um, um, you know, I've been getting back into that, but I find myself having to strength train a lot more because that meniscus, even though I'm not really like running on it and everything, 
being on the elliptical, I still, you know, the meniscus is still acting a little up. So um, it's, uh, you know, I'm further along than what they told me I would be at this stage. They're kind of surprised. They're like, really, you was doing a lot better than, but, you know, I'm not as far as along as I think I should be. It's not, I'm not at my standard. So we got to keep at it, you know? And that's where, mm-hmm. you know, the fasting and everything comes in to help as well. Yep. So what you got coming up this week, Flaw? Anything you want to share with everybody? You still potting? Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, I, I can hear you. Well, did what you mean? You can't see the I, thing still recording? I, I, I could have you said peace and love. <laughs> I said peace and love after I told people to get unstuck. I ain't said <laughs> You, you said I clicked it off. That was seven minutes ago. <laughs> I don't you talking. I'm glad you ain't released no family secret like telling people. Yeah, I'm like, oh, you're still popping. No. <laughs> that's it. Um, I took it easy. Uh, yeah, I thought you said peace and love is that's the end of the show. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, easy this week because, like I said last week, um, two trips to New York, really, right? Mm-hmm. Um, in, in a, a three-day span, it's a lot for me. So, right. so I made sure I really did nothing this weekend. Uh, took mm-hmm. the kids to the park, to the barbershop. It's right. just far as this upcoming week. It's December, but I just want to finish it off strong and just act like it's not December, right? It's like right. it's January. I'm acting like it's already 2024. All right, a now. lot, of people, a lot of people take their foot off the gas around mm-hmm. this time of the year, mm-hmm. and still in the gym i'm still hustling i'm still going after it and that's it all right all right all right well i ain't mad at you so um thank you everybody (laughs) for tuning in to another uh, episode of the mind body energy experience uh we are so thankful for you guys tuning in we got two more um episodes for the year and planning for a beautiful um expansive and um mind body energy um experience uh in 2024 coming up you know so um i say to everybody um keep your mind body and energy in balance so much so that you walk through your life in peace thanks again peace and love everybody.